Masoracast. It's the Masoracast edition number, I don't know, what are we up to? Like, edition number a lot. This is our special pre-Pesach show. Ari did not tell me what the topic is before we started. Um, so I've been trying to figure out what it would be. Um, by the way, I'm Dove Katz. He's Ari Katz, head muckety muck of uh, Camp Masora. And um, I think we need to get your nameplate on your thing that says, like, head muckety muck. Yeah, you put it up on my door? Put it up on your door. Um, so I thought that this was going to be the uh, pre-Pesach uh, Take Shape for Life coaching session. I was going to get Coach Miriam on because um, uh, basically, you know, three quarters of, 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 of the people that we know from camp are, are Take Shape for Life uh, success stories, all because, frankly, not all because of, but a lot to do because we saw the success of uh, Ari Katz, myself being a, a fellow participant right now. And we could talk about how much protein you can eat over Pesach and how many uh, egg white omelets you have to eat. And is almond flour from Trader Joe's kosher Pesach or not? These are very important questions, but you should go on the... Uh, I don't know. Ask Coach Miriam these questions. You, these are great questions. Listen, I would just say stay with a lot of steak, chicken, and uh, omelets, and uh, we'll be good. I thought you were going like steak, chicken. That's like the uh, the Masora Teen Boys diet, pretty much steak and chicken. That's right? true. How many grills are they going to have outside the Teen Bunks this year? I would say probably eight. That's crazy. Well, we got a That's lot of crazy. Teen Boys. You know, everyone's. Uh, we need to have. That's their right. Own we got. We got our, our sons will be in the Correct. Teen Division. That's right. And we do know that they grill almost uh, every single day. Well, most of them do. Some boys don't eat, you know, hot dogs and steak and <laughs> chicken. True, but uh, whatever. Well, but they're grilling at least uh, two times a day, and sometimes even for breakfast. For breakfast, yeah. I still those guys wake up flasher at the time. I still remember as a kid, and I'm going to date myself right now. I got woken up at three o'clock in the morning, and a staff member said to me, "I was in camp." A staff member said to me, "I got half a pastrami sandwich from Schmuck, so you want it?" And I was like, yes! And I ate it at 3 o'clock in the morning. And the next morning, I was eating Fruit Loops. Do you know what it's like to burp up pastrami when you're eating Fruit Loops? It's probably the grossest taste on the planet. But I still remember that to this day. That's great. It's good to be uh, younger. Well, exactly. Because now, you and I, if you and I look at something spicy or red meat after about 7 o'clock at night, forget it. You You just get sick without even eating it. You just look at it. You know, last Saturday night, I had sushi at, at like, 10 o'clock oy, at night. Oy, oh my, I woke I'm, up, I'm and I didn't have a lot. I had two <laughs> rolls. It wasn't even... And I'm, I'm realizing, like, I'm not 18 anymore. I can't that's do right, that anymore. That's right. I couldn't eat till lunchtime. Let's just tell you, boys, if you're listening to the Mesoracast, once you hit about 35, everything stops working. Uh, and it's all downhill from no. there. So so then you'll end up on the Take Shape for Life diet with Coach Mary. <laughs> well, what, what, one side funny story is that um, Joseph... Still eats like a, a kid. He, I don't know how, how he's able he to do it. How does he maintain that? Well, he plays tennis. That's yeah, he plays. Well, he's able to pull that off. I can't tell you how many times for breakfast I'll I'll go by his cabin and he's eating a turkey sandwich <laughs> for breakfast or a steak sandwich from from the previous how night. Does he do he's that? he is Kulo meat. 24 hours a day. Unbelievable. That is unbelievable. I, I don't know how he does it. And, well, I guess you got to play tennis. got to yeah. be a tennis pro. That's it. Be active. Reactive. That's right. Okay, so what what is our exciting, exciting topic? There's a lot of stuff going on in Camp Missoula World, folks. I can tell you from the back end, the meetings, and, and, and I, I don't think uh, Cisco has had as much bandwidth um, between the meetings that have been going on between Florida and all over the country, uh, between the uh, senior staff of Camp Missoula planning for an unbelievable summer. And the activity in the uh, TNEC office is crazy. Be- besides all the TABC boys coming to eat lunch and get ketchup all over everything, besides that, the activity in the TNEC office has been out of control. Of uh, the pre-planning, uh, lots and lots and lots of surprises coming up 
going to be a really, really awesome summer. But what are we talking about today? You got a whole paper with highlight. You got a highlighter, folks. I got a highlighter. Uh-oh. We're in trouble. What are um, you talking before about? I hit the topic, though, I just do want to comment on one thing. There, there are a lot of great topics, like you said, a lot of big announcements. Um, you know, it's actually very funny when I, we were up uh, in camp and uh, all of a sudden spring hits and it, and it begins to snow. Well, that it's unfortunately happened in Bergenfield also, but that's okay. Yeah, so, but at least we got everything <laughs> done. At least we got it. So dining room's up. Walls are up. Yeah. Um, you know, the topic that I want to talk today um, already before Pesach, because as many parents and, and campers already know, we uh, we announced bunking requests. And that's bunking always a... Uh, wow. Oh, yeah. That's always a favorite topic, uh, especially in school, uh, you know, over the summertime and... Uh, pre-camp and who's going to get which request and you know out of the three that they requested which one are they going to get are they going to get all three it's it's really like a mind game okay so i request these three because i know they're not going to put me with that guy because he's got to be with the other guy but if i put me with this guy that's not really who i want i want to be with the other guy so i'm going to have a one request it's it's really unbelievable it's like a, a scientific theorem that goes into who you put down in your bunk request, which is amazing because, and I know we keep talking about these things when we're on this Masorocast about how when we were kids, you showed up in camp, that's who was in your bunk, and thank you very much. And there was none of this uh, helicopter parenting or drone parenting going on with our parents trying, to, with the parents uh, trying to uh, really game the system and figure out who their kid could be friends with and da 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 da. It's funny that you mentioned that again, and because it really does all tie down to the same thing. And I think that this topic is really changing society. You know, you think back when we were kids. I don't ever remember requesting a kid in camp. My parents never did. You showed up, and that was it. Because we loved our campers, we loved make, branching out into, into so new friends. I actually just saw, for the first time in about 15 years, just the other day, I saw a kid who I only saw in camp, and I haven't seen him in years. And we picked up as if you know, as if we've been talking to each other every day for the last for the last several years. And he's he's one of my best friends that I ever ever had, and it was from a camp relationship. Someone from a different school, someone I didn't know before I got to camp. And I think to a certain extent, there's something to be said for, you know, camp friends as opposed to year-round friends. Sometimes you just get, you know, it's, it's time for vacation from some of the kids you spend the whole year with. Totally. You, you need that healthy break. Being, being with them, you know, 24 hours a day, 12 months a year, it, 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 it could be very overwhelming and just very, you know, you need that break. You need that space. You need to be able to develop as a person. You need to be able to de- learn how to develop relationships. Although it, the kids of today do have the benefit of uh, communication, which we didn't have. Correct. You know, we were now they'll sit with their uvu and Snapchat and all these things and be talking to you know twenty-seven people at the same time. Some of whom are on other ends of the world, um, which was something we didn't have the opportunity to. So they can actually maintain those relationships Correct. throughout the but year. But what you know, speaking of the you know Snapchats and all these different social media forums. One of the great things about camp and why the relationships are developed so much more in camp is because we take away the cell phones and now that bond and the friendship really is developed. It's real. It's real as opposed to school. You know, we're texting, we're this, we're that, and we're, we're talking on the phone. You have to have a real conversation. And we've talked about that in the past, but that's why that camp bond is so unique. And we want that more to branch out and get away from our school friends. And, and again, I think it's healthy. Everyone needs a request and everyone's got to be in their comfort zone. But but that concept of socializing with new people from Toronto and California and, and maintaining these relationships, you know, people always wondered why that's such a strong bond. 
Wow, so that's really something that, that I, I guess the, the Masora experience is kind of unique. It is really, it's one of the few camps that really brings in kids from all over the world um, and has, has really strong representation from a lot of different parts of the country and other countries as well. Uh, and these kids really, they get in there and without the uh, intertubes, as they used to call them back in the day, or the internets, as President Bush called them once, I think. Um, without that, these, you're, you're learning to develop a real relationship um, so tell me, how does the process work? You you request somebody, you're definitely with them, you're not with them, maybe with them. How does it work? Yeah, so what happens is, you know, we send out a, a bunking request form, which is already out, and it's uh, almost at the end of the, the camp request uh, process. But, um, you know, the parents have that opportunity to write down three um, requests. And, um, wait, wait, that's a very important word, though. Requests. Requests. They're exactly. requests. They're, They're requests. not, my kid is in a bunk with one of these three people. Correct. They're requests. We do guarantee one. Oh, you do guarantee one. We okay. do guarantee one. Now, I, I'm always a believer that, you know, the, the children always do need to have that comfort. You know, they, they do need to have one so, person, and I'm fine with that. I, I disagree once they get older, unless they're, you know, new. But, you know, we allow we allow for that. But what happens is that, you know, in the beginning of the process, a lot of the times, and again, this, this is really, you know, some guidance for parents. A lot of times they don't ask their kids who, who they want to, you know, which they actually want to be with. Correct. They just think and, about it. And, and what and turns out, what, this is the biggest problem, is that it becomes the parent's own social request. So, you know, I want it because we live in, in Teaneck or Five Towns. Or, so I want them to be with all these children. And then what happens, especially in school, and this is more a bigger problem in school because generally all the parents now know that the, that the kids should be with uh, kids from other communities. What happens is, you know, how often do we see in the beginning of the school year on Facebook, okay, did my ch- who, who else is in, else uh, is in Mrs. Dunnett's class? class. And then it becomes a whole social form. But meanwhile, the kid has no interest to be with, with, with those kids or they want to be with whoever they want. So I think the first step is really discuss with the children who they want to be with and who really is that number one. Rec- or if you have any questions or concerns, you know, you speak to the head counselors and really relay that message. But so you mean a parent may be surprised that when they think the kid wants to be with, you know, Chaim Yankel, who he spends the whole school year with, maybe the kid really wants a break from Chaim Yankel, and maybe he wants to hang out with his friend David, who comes from, you know, Argentina for the summer or something Exactly. Like that. Do you have any kids from Argentina? No. Oh, no, okay, never mind. One of the only places. One of, okay, yeah. Um, but, you know, maybe he wants to be with somebody else. Maybe he doesn't want to be with that kid. Maybe he wants to, as, you know, as I have seen, where sometimes kids really just want to start fresh Correct. and make new friends. And, and some of the best relationships that people develop are those camp friends that are not somebody that they spend the year with. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because often, you know, when you get to the point, well, the parents say, no, I, I didn't want that request. I really wanted I really, the, uh, exactly. the other request. And then I say to them, you know, did you speak to your children about this? Did you, did you ask... Your son or your daughter? Yes, yes. That that that's exactly what they want, and it becomes this whole social event kind of thing. And then I said, "Why don't you speak to? Let me speak to them when they get to." And all of a sudden, you see, I speak to them. Yeah, I don't care. I would I would lo- I would love to be that. No, and then the parent says, "No, no, no. That's not really what the child means. I know my child. You, he's only saying it to you because you're pressuring." I'm like, "I didn't pressure. We were sitting there joking around and having a good time." So I really believe that we're doing our. You know, we're, it's an injustice to our our children. 
by demanding this social request instead of really seeing who they want. And obviously, parents do know what you know some of the social needs and social concerns of, of our children. But really, it's a very important thing that we take it away from ourselves and what's bothering ourselves that he didn't get the third request or all three requests, and really what's going to make our child successful. That's re- it's really. Would you say that this is like forget about building a new dining room uh, or 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 the logistics of running a, a small city for a thousand people over the summer? This is probably the most stressful part of your year. Is is bunk requests? Would would you say that? Oh, totally. As, as a camp director, totally. Now I'll call. You know, we, we double check and I have all the head counselors call because I don't want to have to deal with with all these questions when we're preparing an orientation. You know, for for the greatest summer of of these kids' lives, I don't I don't want to have to you know take away from that preparation. So you know, Baruch Hashem, over the years we've limited it to only uh, you know three four calls here or there, and it's not a. Uh, it's not an overwhelming process because we really do our research. Got it down to a science. Got it down to our science. But, you know, even for those four or five, really, it's we met the request or, you know, um, it just comes down to which request. And, you know, while we're on, while we're on that, and then I want to switch back to this topic, one of the things that also happened, which, which to me is a very sad thing, you, you start getting your negative requests. And mm, to me, negative, negative requests... And for all intents and purposes, negative requests are requests. So if you're not, if you're negatively requesting a child, then your that is your request for the summer. So you you lose all your opportunity, and that that's another thing that gets. Are you seeing more different. and more of that, or less less of that? What would you we, say? I, I would say you know uh, it, it's st- we don't have an overwhelming amount, but there there's handfuls you know here or there, and to me, look clearly you know we as parents there are times that are that are. Like we said, the children need breaks from each other, but there are also times that, again, we we want him, we want our child to stay away from so and so, and what that does socially and and emotionally to kids, I feel so bad because ninety five percent of the time there really is nothing majorly there. One kid, I I just spoke to a parent. My, this kid called my son, uh, you know, like a, a silly name. It wasn't anything so tragic, but I know in camp that he'll. he'll but we're, we're supervising the kids. And when you supervise the kids, we, we make sure that these things don't happen. And surprisingly, we've had a lot of you know friendships built over the years where parents said, I, I don't know how that happened because the answer, the simple answer is they're away from the parents. They let us do our thing and it really develops. But the, a lot of these times, the negative requests really impact the whole social dynamics. And what happens is I, I get involved and Joseph, we get involved. And what happens, so parents say, I want I'm negative room. I don't want my kid to be in in so and so's bunk. And they're really good friends. And this is not even because there's a bad social component to it. I just don't want them to be together. But you can't tell that parent uh, that that I did that. that so now man. I get involved and I have to look. You're the you know, idiot. Yeah, and 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 I look bad, which I'm fine to do. But meanwhile, the, it created this whole anxiety for the kids for the parents and it causes a whole problem for no reason at all and why do we want to do that to our children you know if we're in a situation of friendships and bonds if you have a concern so you tell us and we work on it but that whole negative request thing I would love to and hopefully in a year or so we could totally eliminate it. Well, let, let, let's be frank. Okay, so my kid now is going to be in a bunk and sleeping next to Chaim Yankel. Okay? The reality of it is, okay, if he doesn't want to have a relationship with this kid and doesn't want to be friends with this kid, is that possible? Sure. You, you have so many kids in each age group that a kid could be friends with that he could 
be in another bunk while being in, in he could be a member of bunk B while being in bunk A. What does that mean? That he'll hang out with bunk B and, and you know and make friends with kids in bunk B even though he's in bunk A. Is that is that true? Uh, totally. Look, all the leagues are together. Everything is together. So beyond where you physically sleep, there is nothing tying a cer- one kid down to a certain group of friends or kids, even if it's the kid who's sleeping in the bunk bed right on top of him. Correct. You know, you, you don't even have to talk to him. Well, you got to figure out who's, you know, when you're getting out, you want to land on another guy's head or something. Correct. But beyond that, it's such a small component because when you think about leagues are together, even during the dining room, I'm a big believer should sit with their friends and have a good time. That's what how does How does seating work? Well, now that we actually have seating in the dining room, that's going to be un- unbelievable. I heard there was there was a uh, architect brought in, laid out tables, and it's going to be the most unbelievable seating arrangements ever. Um, thank you, Michael Pellico. Um, how does that work in the dining room? Does a kid have to sit with his bunk? No, look, we, we, we put them, you know, by bunk at the tables, but the kids end up switching back and forth during the middle. Like, let's say there's five bunks in a division. So all the five, you know, tables are all relatively near each other. So for us, let I, I want the kids to socialize. That's the best. It's not like school where they have to sit and, you know, sit by their table. Mako and Kavua, none yeah, of that. No. We, we don't. That. We don't want them. the night activities. They're all by division, and during the day they're in and out. So, of the with the exception bunks. of the time that they are literally sleeping, when they should be sleeping anyway, instead of talking or whatever, when it's lights out. With that exception, there is nothing that that says that a kid has to do anything with the people in his immediate bunk. Almost exactly. everything else: learning groups, uh, uh, leagues, um, activities. Meals are all basically integrated with a group of how many kids would you say is if you if you wanted to pigeonhole for each age group how many kids about ballpark are there per per age group I would say probably between uh, sixty and and seventy five so kids. sixty to seventy five kids probably half of whom I don't go to school more than half of whom it's like you know uh, m- the majority of I don't go to school with I don't spend my entire year with. Because they're kids from all over the country, all over the world. And here I get an opportunity to make all these new friends and new relationships with this whole group of people. And so what if Chaim Yankel's in my bunk because my mother, you know, uh, got into a carpool fight with his mother or something like that, right? I mean, it, it doesn't make a difference. It gives the kids the opportunity to really get out there, make new relationships, have real social interactions. Um, and, you know, which kid is actually in their bunk sleeping next to them, you know, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, and, and you know, it's funny because, and we mentioned this before, when we think our child is going to be disappointed, who's, who's being disappointed here? And, and we, have to, we forget that children, Baruch Hashem, and this is the way God made children, children get over things relatively quick. Very resilient. Yes. And, and, and we have, we have, they have to experience this, you know, for the future. So they got one kid. Meet, meet 20 more friends. Meet 60 more kids. You don't have to be with those two kids. And we often confuse their dis- the children's disappointment with our disappointment that we think that they're going to be that's disappointed. And, and, and they're totally fine. And, and th- I think that's the biggest advice that we could give to parents um, when it comes to this. And, and a lot of anxiety comes from this, this these social pressures that we as parents have to remember we want our kids they're young they're 10 years old they're going to socialize they're going to play softball they're going to go to aerobics they're going to have a good time together don't don't be so worried about of aerobics brand new aerobics gym. brand new aer- yeah Being, i hope he's he's putting you know strong supports in the floor for when everyone's doing zumba with uh, dina cats yeah they do a lot of jumping around when they do that right? all redone 
is Dina getting certified in size, the new exercise dance craze? You have any idea what I'm talking about? Yeah, of you course, know? of course, yes. Yeah, <laughs> done. I think the guy who made Insanity now made a dance thing because he's on a he's like made a, made a Zumba version. Wow! So we got we got a new aerobics gym coming out. Another place for people to you know meet new people and uh, and socialize and uh, and exercise at the same time. Oh yeah, it's amazing. It's uh, it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be nice. All right, let's talk about uh, any any further uh, uh, bunk related request stuff you'd like to cover at this. No, point? I, I think we uh, I think we covered it, and uh, you know that's just the the a little piece of advice that. Um, you know, as I, I, I get concerned that what 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 it's going to be like in 10, 15 years from now, you know, yeah, where uh, it. <laughs> yeah, I, we, you know, we I think just to sum up just a little bit, I think we really do have to remember we as parents that these are our children who are socializing, who are having fun in camp, and they will have fun. And guarantee if there are concerns, and speak speak to the director, speak to the head counselors. Let's not worry that our children are going to be so disappointed when we are probably the ones who are disappointed. Okay, we can't post it on, on social media that my child is, uh, you know, with so-and-so. Right. Uh, right. I put a negative fun. request in for Chaim Yonkel. Anyone else do that? You can't post that on Facebook. Correct. You, you know what it would be like? You know what would change the environment? Imagine a parent saying, my child, I don't know who my child is with, but I am hoping that my child is going to be with so many out of towners. Let me see. Let me hear which out of towners are in. You know, are, are in B eleven, and that that develops that that excitement that your kids model what you see. If they see disappointment, they're going to be disappointed. Imagine that that we see this and we, we encourage our children to branch out. That's right. We're going to have a whole new camping school environment. We're only going to get worse. How many parents have told you that the best thing that ever happened to their kid was that they developed new camp friends, not their school friends? How many parents have come back to you and said it was the best thing you ever told me? Thank Every you. single person. And you know what? Recently, I, I, I made one exception. I, you know, uh, I'm guilty. But I did. I did one, and I allowed. There was one local school that allowed a group to be, you know, the kids to be together. And I said to them in advance, I said, "I, I promise you, you're going to come to me at the end of the summer, and you're going to say it was overwhelming, it was too much, and this is not what I wanted." Right. And sure enough, that's every exactly. one of those. That's right. Because who, who wants to be with the same people all year? It's like, come on. But and also, you, you you lose the opportunity to make new friends. Hey, there may be some amazing people that you just never met before because they live on the other end of the world, um, and who click with you and who have the same personalities, you like doing the same things as you, or that you'll develop new friendships with because you both find something new that you like to. Correct. Hey, who, who knew you like to go frog fishing or something? I don't know. Correct. You know. And let's not forget, we also discussed this in the past. Those kids who go to Florida, California on, on winter break, where they go to their years in Israel. Now, now you got someplace to stay. Exactly, and it works. So nicely. It works so nicely. Wow. So let's talk about a uh, um, uh, physical plant in Camp Masora. Lots of stuff been going on. Dining room is, is refrigerators are in, kitchens in. The entire kitchen's in. Entire kitchen. Wow. It's really coming along nicely. I mean, this is unbelievable. Now we're finishing the canteen. Oh baby. Uh, it's going to be like more like cafe style, which is going to be really nice. Right. Just saw the design. Are they going to be crepes? Yeah, no. we'll, we'll make sure. We'll make sure they're crepes. Okay, I, can't I don't know. Do kids like? Them, the, are their kids into that? I don't know. It, you, you go to, you go to you go to different camps and so you look at the I mean again to me canteen means melted nutty buddies I know I keep saying this melted nutty buddies melted icy juices and uh, and those uh, very fine fruit punch which with, with yeah the, that the, 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 you squeeze them you, no 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 the the, uh. bo- the glass bottle that, oh yeah of course that you hit the bottom and it made that pop. 
pop the, yeah. off that sound. Oh, you know that's gonna be a memory. successful drink if you if, if you, you bring it back. Pipe. The very fine, the very fine, uh, the very fine. And yeah, if you hit that, yeah, you get that that, that, that pop. Yeah, that was gonna. But that that was canteen. Now you guys have now it's a restaurant. It's, it's a restaurant. Look, part of it also is because we don't have any restaurants and not as you know things as local. But um, it, it happens to be it's just a nice environment. We don't, you know, some camps do have restaurants or that are an hour away. Where we are a little further, but at least we want the campers to have that feeling that they're kind of escaping camp just even for a half hour and going into a nice area to sit. Are in they going to have a, a nice hangout area in the new beautiful? Canteen? Yeah, indoor, outdoor. What's it going to be? Both indoor and outdoor yeah, with both. Uh, large screen TVs. We're looking, yeah. yeah. Ooh, what are they going to broadcast on the large screen TVs? The a, lot of, a lot of ESPN. A lot of ESPN. <laughs> All right. A lot of ESPN. So we're going to have ESPN streaming. Uh, we're going to have, of course, uh, mango smoothies, which are, right. are, are, are a nice couches just couches. to sit and just Ooh. relax. Wow, we'll call it the cat. Uh, we haven't gotten to that yet. That's Michael's department. There's only so much I can micromanage. So much you can do. Wow. All right, and so we got uh, we got canteen is is off and running. The new uh, Zumba size studio is uh, is it's more aerobics for Tamar more, Sikla. more yeah. aerobics. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, I <laughs> um, so where's Dina going to do her? Uh, Zumba? She's more. She's going to still stay. Stay where in the Zumba studio. Yeah. yeah. Didn't that building get knocked down, or am I? I don't know what I'm. No, no about. that one. That was a brand new building. That was, oh, okay. Whoops. Sorry. All right. It's all good. Um, Listen, okay. it's a big camp. You can't know where everything that, is. All I, I, you're right. Um, and uh, programming. So, so we decided that we want to open up programming to the campers. If you have any great ideas of something you've seen at your school or seen at a bar bat mitzvah or seen at another camp, email us. Or that you just thought of yourself. Or you just thought of yourself. Something that, hey, this would be a great, fun activity. Uh, you know, the, uh, the camp schedule is almost done. We got a couple of open spots of things still that are, that, are, that are being finally tweaked. If you have a great idea for a night activity, a daytime activity, something compl- like last year we introduced, uh, what was it, a slip and slide uh, kickball, which was like one of the greatest games ever. The Correct. entire camp played it like half the year. If you have something like that, an idea of something you've seen or thought of that you think the camp should be doing, please email office at campmasora.com, office at campmasora.com with your idea and write, you write in the headline activity idea. And um, if it's something good, we'll not only integrate it into camp, but you will win a free mango Slurpee on the uh, first day of camp and a mention on the next Missouri. Yeah, and sponsored by Nishama Orchestra. And sponsored by Nishama Orchestra. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, if you have any ideas out there, this goes for staff members as well. Correct. Something you remember when I was a kid. It's funny. The one thing that, that we had that I, I keep thinking of to mention to you was something called push ball. What was push ball? It was this gigantic ball. It was like, I would say, about eight feet wide, and we played volleyball with it. The problem was, this was in, like, early 1980, when materials weren't, were, were the, weren't what they are now. The ball was made out of a metal frame covered in canvas and filled with air, which meant if you were that one kid who landed underneath the ball when it came down on you, you got squished because it was really heavy. It was gigantic. It was, like something out of a, it was like something out of a cartoon. I mean, imagine trying to play, uh, you know, uh, uh, volleyball with something that, you know, this, the size of a small car. It was a, it yeah. was very heavy. Can you imagine playing that in today's society with a parent? Oh, you you throw that it. up. My kid. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, 
But, I'll, you know, any great ideas that you have, please email us. And, uh, and hey, we'll uh, integrate them into the schedule because we're, we're almost done. We've got new stuff coming this year. That, really exciting that stuff. Really, really, really awesome, top. exciting stuff that you've never seen before, never has never been done in a camp before, um, and will blow your mind and make this the greatest summer in uh, camping history. I know that uh, that's that's gonna be you know better than uh, you know Camp Sajawan from 1973, which was an incredible summer that everyone still talks about. Um, but one uh, of the most exciting things is I, th- I hear that we're gonna see more of you this summer. We're, too. Uh, well, less of me, but more of me. Yes, yes that's yes. right. Thank you, Coach Miriam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think by the way, the canteen <laughs> this year is gonna have to sell some many fast bars. bars. By the way, you should know that every time I see Miriam, I make the same joke, and and she's like, okay, when's the next joke happening? When's the next uh, or or I will tell you, you know, if they can make the smoothies in a smoothie machine, oh, I've got go. I've got a great little recipe that I kind of whipped in my it's exact ratio of water to ice cube with the vanilla smoothie. It's mom, oh, it's good. momish like like a Starbucks uh, a frappuccino, but it's not because it's real. It just <laughs> doesn't cool. compare, but it's still good enough. All right, you bring it tomorrow. I'll bring, for I'll bring my recipe. I'll bring the recipe. Okay, yeah, that's deal. right. All right, this has been an exciting Masorcast, um and lots of other uh, pre-Pesach diet information. Uh, More to come, by the way, just to close, I think we got to try work on having Aaron Asaroff on next week. Oh, I think he'll be are we gonna, we're going to we're going to we're going to figure out the technical nature yeah, of that. Hey, that's going to be a fun one. If we can put a man on the moon, we can get Aaron Asaroff onto the Masorcast. We're, we're making it happen, making it happen. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we might have to record it at like three o'clock in the morning because that's when he's available. I that's think, right. Or something like that. Um, and, the, and the time change from New York to Miami. I mean, come on, it's like it's like an eight hour difference. But uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get Rabbi Aaron Asaroff on the next show, and it should be really really very exciting. Um, and that's that. That's it. Have a wonderful Pesach. If we don't speak to you before then, and we'll see, see you next time. See you soon.